Hello there! You're listening to the Big Brother Brothers, your ultimate unofficial podcast from your friends at BB Guide. I'm your Big Brother obsessed host, Fox Van Allen, and joining me today on this very special Labor Day weekend podcast is uh, my own personal white whale. Uh, join me in welcoming Mr. Lance Cartelli. Hello, Lance. Hey, Fox. Hey, Lance. You know, uh, I've been meaning to talk to you because, you know, there are, there are two podcast seats that I need to fill. And uh, I, I love you. I love you. I'm not, I'm not following. Do you, you get what I'm putting down here, man? Uh, no, no, no. Keep going. I need you to join me here on this podcast to talk about Big Brother, Lance. Um, we have, uh, we have uh, another, uh, another exciting week that's very much like the last week in terms of uh, who's running the house. Uh, surprise, it's, it's, it's Ho- uh, Holly and Jackson again. Uh, Jackson uh, swapping out with Holly as HOH. Uh, we wrapped up Prank Week. Uh, we've got uh, we've got a lot to talk about here, Lance, uh, including Zingbot. Lance, are you thrilled to see Zingbot come back? Oh, yeah. Always happy to see, you know, my favorite prankster of all come back <laughs> in the house. I, I can feel the love in your voice, Lance. I, I really can. I, I think that's I think that's legitimate love for, for Zingbot right there. Um, I just don't like when people are funnier than me, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, of course. Of course. And, and who doesn't uh, who doesn't meet that? Um, we're gonna, we're gonna, uh, we're, we're not gonna, we're not gonna just talk about, uh, this, this, uh, episode zings, uh, from this past week, but we're also going to talk a little bit about the best zings of all time. And I think I have found my pick for the favorite zing of all time. Uh, so we'll, uh, we'll share that. But, uh, before we, but before we do, uh, let's rewind real quick, uh, and talk about, uh, talk about what happened in the previous week. Uh, obviously, uh, we were talking about it last week. Holly wins HOH with that perfect shot, 50 points out of 50, uh, and goes on, has to nominate one person, nominates Nick. Nick is a target, and it's it's a surprisingly uneventful week, at least if you look at Taco Tuesday uh, and compare it, right? This is not a, uh, this is this is kind of just following through with what happened the week before, right? Yeah, this is kind of the hill and everything that we didn't get the fireworks that we got before, but that just makes us enjoy the fireworks when they come back, you know? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I don't I don't know that we got uh, you know, I, I thought Nick would give us a little bit more of a fight on his way out the door. Uh, we, we did not get I, I think after I think after Christy kind of, you know, beat him down, he just kind of lost all his fight. And so it was kind of sad to see. I want to see a little more action out of him, too. Yeah, it was a little disappointing, and uh, I uh, I don't know if you caught his uh, his eviction uh, interview with Julie Chen. Um, I think I can sum it up with two words uh, for sure. Uh, that was <laughs> that was that's just about the only thing that he said uh, for for a good ten minutes. Uh, so so that's rough week that's... for the bowl cut. <laughs> yes, a rough week for the bowl cut. Um, let's, okay, let's, let's just, let's get it, let's get right into it. Let's talk about the bowl cut. Let's talk about Zingbot. Let's talk about these Zings. Uh, because I want to say, I, I, I don't know, that was, I, I think that was the most savage Zing of the year for me, uh, was, was Nick's bowl cut. Uh, cause he didn't see it coming. There was like a moment where he's looking at this, this bowl and like, where's Zingbot going with this? And it was, it was beautiful. I, I thought it was beautiful. That was probably, I mean, that was the only one that really made me laugh. There were some pretty brutal jokes, but the Nick one, you know, anything that has a prop, you know, you go the carrot top style. It's amazing. <laughs> and that one, that one seemed to have cut really deep. Uh, not only does Nick uh, kind of go out when he's talking with Julie with his uh, hair all, all, all done up nice, right? 
uh, he just kind of stews on it for a while on it on the on the live feeds and gives a shout out to his his barber and is you know making excuses that you know it wasn't the most important thing you know coming into the house you know get the get the hair on point and he he gets real defensive and I think that's like the sign of a good uh, a good zingbot zing when it uh, when it oh, cuts absolutely <laughs> yeah when it when it just lingers around in the back of your head and it just kind of ruins your life slowly kind of just samurais <laughs> your brain yeah. Exactly, exactly. Uh, were there any other zings that you kind of, uh, that stood out to you, Lance? The one that really stood out to me was uh, the zing on Nicole, you know, just for her being lonely. I thought that was, wasn't even funny. It was just sad and everyone <laughs> re- felt really bad for her. It was, so uh, that one, that one bombed. It was, a pre- I, I didn't, I think that was a, that was a cute one, or at least uh, she, she, uh, she, she took it pretty well, uh, I think. Yeah, uh, no. Yeah, no friends, no boyfriends, uh, uh, just no contact with the outside world, and it's it's all very familiar for Nicole. <laughs> um, we got... That's why she's still in the game. I also thought uh, Cliffs was a little weird because you know they blurred out his nipples. I thought that was a little <laughs> awkward. Quite busty, uh, we we saw. But uh, <laughs> so they they blurred out his nipple there. But I noticed on Sunday's episode they didn't blur out the image of him trying to attach the microphone to his nipple. Um, so curious editing there all around with, with, we got, life. we got some inconsistent blurring. Like they blurred out Zingbot's mouth and I don't think Zingbot has a mouth. <laughs> that's, that's right. Should be uh, blurring out the loudspeaker, right? That's where all the zings are supposedly coming from. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a few other, a few other zings here. I, I think Jessica zing, uh, kind of landed, uh, Jessica was stewing over it, uh, where she, she was, uh, called the snooze fest, um, which is, you know, which accurate dead on. Yeah, and yeah. and we'll talk more and and we'll talk a little bit more about Jessica's game moving forward because she's a she looks like she's in a little bit of trouble this week. Um, we get uh, Christy Christy zings about her chewing, um, which I, I guess we all learned about last week. Um, yeah, they uh, you know they planted the seed and then we got to see it grow right there. Yeah, which is it's interesting that they call out Christy for her chewing when if you listen to the live feeds like everybody sounds awful when they're eating. Like I I heard when Nick was telling Annalise last week that Annalise was going home. He was just like doing it over a bowl of cereal and it was just like which <laughs> the whole uh, it's it's terrible. That's the last thing you want to hear too. <laughs> It's uh, the, the food. Uh, food does not make for the best conversations. These uh, uh, on, on would, Big Brother. You would think that Mickey. You think Mickey would have like a loud chewing thing because he's always eating. But I guess he's at least one of the silent chewers. Well, Mickey eats so much he's a pro at it. So that's that's where that comes in. Um, Mickey's uh, Mickey kind of gets a recycled zing. Uh, Mickey Mickey just kind of gets called out as a pompous pompous douchebag. Um, which uh, yeah, you know that's kind of I think uh, I think that they. Gave the same exact thing to uh, Victor in eighteen. I think they called him a douchebag. Uh, I mean, they I all think they just all, reuse all it back too. You know, right? Yeah, I think you know. There's always a douchebag every season, so it's just one of those things. You know, play the hits and rerun it. Only one. <laughs> I guess. Uh, I, I, I mean, one, I guess one that survives to Zingbot at least. <laughs> That's right. We've had a few. We've had a few more. Uh, a few more leave the house a uh, little tease for the uh, upcoming jury segment that we're going to talk about um let's see uh we've got uh who else do we have uh oh holly holly was uh, holly was not happy with her uh, her zing either she got called an old buzzard um i thought that was it. pretty good actually that was that was pretty was, good too yeah i was every anytime i say damn after something i'm that's pretty good <laughs> she got a damn you got a full full damn on that one yeah did you yep, get a the whole did, damn 
Did you get a damn on uh, Tommy's? Little, little uh, shop. No, Tommy. Shop Tommy just first. leaned into it a little too much for me. Tommy, that is what Tommy's all about. Tommy's all about leaning exactly. into it and, and kicking his leg up in the air, <laughs> trying to do the. I know you can't see it here, but I totally did that leg thing. I could see. Dangerous. I could tell. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Don't hurt yourself again. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to get through to the end of the season. We're almost there. We've almost made it. We've almost made it. Don't jinx yourself, Christmas. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, I hope not. Um, anyway, so aside from the actual zings that that Zingbot was laying down, um, I, I gotta say, I. I am in love with what they did with Zingbot this year. Um, our, our friend, uh, friend of the podcast, McCray. McCray was talking uh, earlier this week about how much he loves the Zingbot storyline that Big Brother has given us. And I've got to say, Lance, I am loving this Big Brother uh, Zingbot storyline, too. Ha- did, you, did you catch what was going on in this particular episode with, with the uh, disgraced President Zingbot? No, uh, enlighten me, Fox. Okay, so uh, if you recall, uh, President Zingbot, I believe in Big Brother 18, uh, ran for president. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, his, his uh, administration's just been filled with scandals, and he claims it's fake news. Uh, if you remember last year, they were trying to, uh, it was uh, Zingbot competition was the hide and go veto, uh, where they were actually trying to hide uh, incriminating information about Zingbot. Um, well, it turns out this year, Zingbot, unfortunately, has been uh, forced out of office uh, and is being hunted down by the Department of Zingland Security. Um, and uh, again, uh, this we get uh, we get this our our absolute favorite actor in the Big Brother house coming in and uh, and and serving as the Department of Zingland Security. He, I, I gotta say, he was a he was a shining star here. Right. This is I, I he, love this guy. He was he was amazing. And he was a lot better than when he just yells and stuff. And it kind of if you listen to our last episode, my theory was that that guy is Zingbot. And so that kind of ruined the theory. Unless <laughs> did, that was an evil ruin. twin. It did. It did ruin the theory a little bit. Uh, he had a great entrance where he slips on the floor um, and he did. We did. Get a good, hurt. And we did get a really good chunk of yelling. I, I got to say, I absolutely love the uh, when when Zingbot escapes. And he gives us the no, and it just continues on after the commercial break until they shut that door. That was beautiful. That was, that beautiful. was yeah, that was amazing. That you know totally redeemed this guy through the years that we've seen him. So props to him. Maybe he actually will get that Emmy now. Yeah, and uh, I caught uh, I caught a little bit of uh, Zingbot uh, lore on the <laughs> second watching of this uh, comp. Uh, apparently, our, our, our Zingland security uh, buddy calls out for uh, former President Ohaha. So, Ohaha. Oh, before, before Zingbot was, <laughs> it was uh, former President Ohaha. And uh, unfortunately, uh, also, the- yeah, Zingbot was also caught uh, colluding with uh, President Pumpkin. <laughs> so, uh, so you're going to want to. I want to live out. in this alternate reality, you know? I got to. Like it sounds like a pretty fun place in this other matrix. I don't, I don't know if you do. The more we learn about Zingbot, the more we he sounds like a gigantic monster. He's obstructing justice. He's colluding. He's 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 zinging against humanity, Lance. He's zinging against humanity. Yeah, but he's always joking. And how could you be mad in a world where there's President Ohaha? 
Jackson here makes the world a worse place, and it does it solely to win the H, uh, the veto. Uh, just letting Zingbot out, and you know the the galaxy is in trouble. I, I'm I'm worried about the I'm worried about our future. <laughs> we're gonna have to we're gonna have so to find I. out. We're gonna have to find out where it all goes uh, where it all goes bad in uh, in Big Brother 22. Uh, I can't can't wait can't wait to see where this goes. As long um, as the world survives to next summer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's interesting that like the, the most, the, the best parts of this week seem to be the parts that had nothing to do with the actual gameplay. Right. Cause like, uh, like there was not, I don't feel like we got a lot of dynamic, like Nick, Nick action here. Cause it, Christy is just playing such a, just like a game that's like on such a higher level than he is where it just like, seems like he's got absolutely no choice, like no chance here. It, it seems like he goes right up into the, you know, final, part of the week where he's trying to count like who might vote for him and he, this poor bastard still thinks he has a chance he's still counting the he's still counting the votes and, and it's just it's just not looking good for him man it's just sad to see like he had this bargaining chip and like we said in the last episode he could have used that and then he until it's too late he tells jackson that you know he was the america's prankster and he could have you know avoided all this maybe mickey doesn't go that hard for the win if he tells him that stuff. yeah it's just a tough you know like you said he's just being outmaneuvered by christy and he's just not when the opportunity arises he's not playing the right hand so it's it's frustrating to see but you know sometimes the game is just too much for people yeah i think uh i think uh back when holly won her hoh the first time and there was a lot of talk about you know jackson and holly you know having kind of sharing the hoh powers and this is kind of like their joint hoh and I want to say that um, just just looking at the past three weeks here, and who got who's who's nominating who, um, I, I think you're you're seeing that these are very different nominations. I don't think Jackson would put Nick up and send Nick out the door on his own HOH. That just doesn't seem like that. And that's something that Holly's going to do, and that's something that really only Holly's interested in, right? And yeah. Holly, I don't think, is really interested in getting rid of uh, you know getting targeting Jessica. Um, or putting her on the block. And that's something that Jackson's interested in doing. So I think it's interesting that we do kind of see them going kind of on their own different directions, even though they're kind of headed towards the same place in the end. Um, I do like to see the kind of the push, the back and forth push that they do, because they're not pushing too hard and they want like to not look like they're, you know, running the HOH when it's not their week and stuff. But it's really interesting to see how hard they'll push for what they want. And if yeah. that would eventually lead to them breaking up or if something or if they just get back on the same page like they have been. Yeah, there's a lot of talk. Uh, there, there's a lot of talk this week about them, uh, you know, building a bigger target on themselves. Um, and I mean, really, like, wh what else are you going to do here? Uh, their backs are against the wall. Um, there's no reason for them to be throwing comps here. Uh, they, they really can't afford to do it. You know, unless unless you, you are in like that that golden situation where you can trust Nicole to do the right thing and you can throw it to her. But, you know, that that doesn't even work out, you know, and, and there's earlier in the season uh, we saw uh, Mickey and Jack kind of talking about this. You know, if, if it comes down to you and me, we're going to go back and back to back HOHs just the whole season through. And this is like this is it's like a big brother. Like people talk about doing this in Big Brother and it never really happens, um, but it's happening now. And it's kind of it's kind of impressive to see, you know, like him or hate him. And I know a lot more people will hate him than like him. Uh, Jackson is just putting down all these wins, man. He went five for five, five for five. Yeah, it's 
it's pretty amazing and it's kind of perfect timing for the house that he wins this HOH and not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but with double eviction coming up, it seems like the perfect time to get rid of him, right? Right, right. Uh, I mean, I I think you're kind of like any time is a perfect time to get rid of Jackson, right? That's true. That's true. (laughs) I think he's just, he's just like such a, such a gigantic target that like, I I don't think Nicole or Cliff are going to want to do it. And you know, that's, that's not their, that's not their shot to take. Um, But who is who is going to give up a shot at Jackson if they if they can help it right here? Um, I, he's just such a just such a huge target, and we're getting down in that point where you can't backdoor him anymore. That that part of the game's over. He's going to play in every veto, so he's got two chances to save himself every week. It's it's kind of do or die to, uh, time, right? Oh yeah, absolutely, and it's going to be really interesting to see if can you know him and Holly just kind of alternate and just keep controlling the power or. Will the odds finally be against them, and it's finally time for one of them to go? Yeah, and I think that's the uh, that's that's kind of what's. Uh, I think it's going to be hard to get uh, for for Jackson and Holly to get to the end of the game without seeing themselves together on the block at least once. Um, and, yeah. and I think the winner of this season of Big Brother could very much come down to who wins that veto comp, um, because you know there we we only have so many limited chances to get them both out. And once Jackson's gone, is Holly a huge target anymore? Uh, especially if there are other, these other pairs in the house. We've got some pairs. So I, I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's one thing I thought was interesting with Mickey. Th- his thinking is that he wants to keep these other pairs because he thinks they'll go after each other. When I think that's completely backwards. I think they'll both want to come after Mickey because he's building such a strong resume. And it only mm-hmm. helps Christie's game because Christie has this, either the best or second best resume in the house. And if she... <laughs> If Mickey can keep winning and building a bigger resume and a bigger target on himself, then it's perfect for Christy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, certainly I don't hate uh, I, I don't hate their moves, what they've done here in the past three weeks. You know, if you're trying to say, you know, they're trying to make it to the end, uh, getting rid of Annalise um, t- three weeks ago. You know, she wasn't necessarily, uh, you know, a, a, a massive target. But she's someone who has to go home eventually, and I would argue that she had a really great chance of winning that haunted house HOH comp that we just saw um, had she still been in the game. And same goes for Kat, actually. I think Kat could have had a really great shot at winning that. Holly would have had a really great shot at winning that, too, if she was in the mix. Um, so, uh, you know, it, it kind of like they've gotten rid uh, Jackson's and Holly have gotten rid of pretty much all the physical threats in the house. Uh, everyone but maybe Tommy, if you can call him a physical threat. Um, and I, I don't know that you can. He's he's Somebody really good at comps. It, yeah. yeah, yeah, he's good at comps, but I feel like he's a very well-rounded, uh, you know, in comps, not, not necessarily like, you know, a, a, a physical beast. Yeah, it's just really, to me, it's interesting to see, because it's been, for the past, what, month or so, it's been Mickey versus Christy, but right. they keep kind of kicking the can down the line and not really taking that, that one shot, which I... I find, I, I mean, at the end of this, we can re- really look back on this to see if it was a mistake or not. But right now, obviously, it's working out for for Mickey. But I just wonder how much longer they can really do that. Yeah, I, I think it depends on who wins uh, HOH moving forward. You know, if they can if they can keep the power to themselves, uh, you know, it, it it really may not matter who goes home and when. Um, it really only matters once things go wrong here. Um, and we're running out of chances for things to go wrong. Um, it looks like, uh, you know, correct me if I'm wrong here, but it looks like that final four that Jackson and Holly made with Cliff and Nicole is actually looking real strong. Like, uh, you know, that they're loyal to this. No, 
Oh yeah, especially because you know we've seen with Cliff that he says his word is bond and stuff, and obviously he'll break that if he needs to. That's yeah. something that I'm really going to pay attention to in the future. Say uh, Holly doesn't win HOH in this double eviction. Do Cliff and Nicole make like the cold-hearted decision to cut Mickey and get him out because they know they can't win? be still there or do they go after Christie and stay strong with the four it's a tough question I, I i think it the i think that cut has to come at some point if they're the only ones who can make that you know take that shot if they can do it at five you know maybe you, you, you get it you get it in early um uh, otherwise you know they, they're just gonna I, I i don't know would they do you think they would take the shot during the double eviction to get them out i i'm really up in the air on it i think I would say no. I would lean towards no, but uh, Nicole did say something pretty interesting in the last episode where she needs to start building a resume. And if yeah. she can kind of work this flip, that's like her one move on a resume. And without that, she might not even have a resume. Yeah. Yeah. If you look at Nicole, I mean, obviously we talked last week about Nicole being so unlucky in terms of veto draws that she just really hasn't played in any of the veto comps this, this year, uh, you know, aside from the time she found herself on the book. Oh, no, she that was a that was a backdoor, too, when she wound up on the block. Right. Yeah, uh, she she was a backdoor target. Um, so she did not even uh, she didn't even play in that one. Um, you know, it's uh, you know, she it's 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 bad luck there. Um, she's had opportunities when HOH, but there, there really isn't anything on her resume other than being just a really great person. And, you know, someone that I, I think increasingly people are having a really good time with in the house. Yeah. Is that enough to win? I mean, we've seen it from the beginning that she's, you know, one of the cooler people in the house and she has a sense of humor. She hates birds, which is, I, I agree with her. <laughs> But I don't know, unless you really have a bitter jury. So maybe if Tommy keeps, you know, pissing people off and if maybe uh, Nick kind of poisons the jury with uh, his negative Tommy sentiments and stuff, maybe that's her only real chance. Unless she goes up against Jess, which I don't see a Nicole Jess final two. But other than that, I just don't see it happening. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, tell you what, I, I, I want to talk a little bit more about the uh, where these where these folks are in the game and go a little bit deeper and, and talk a little bit more about this eviction episode. And we're going to do it right after this. Okay, Lance. Uh, so we're back. And uh, I, I, as promised, I wanted to talk a little bit more about this eviction episode because I think we get a little bit of uh, a little bit more information about where people are in the house. And, uh, and we get our first look at the, the jury house, which it was just fantastic. It's, it's my favorite part of the year. Like I, I just love seeing what's going on in the jury. Um, but one of the, uh, one of the things that really stood out for me in this eviction episode is when, uh, Nicole kind of starts putting the pieces together and, and, and she's like, Tommy and Nick are so close, you know, they're, they're like, they're, they're dry humping in the house basically. And she just can't understand why, why Tommy would want to get rid of Nick and keep Christy. And she there's just, so, what is, what is that? There's something there. Like she understands that there's a bond, but she knows there's a little bit more than that. And it's so, it's just, it's really wonderful seeing her like put those pieces together. Albeit like a couple months too late. Like it would be great to, to have this happen sometime before like day 70 something. But uh, it's it was really just cool great to see. see her figure it out. Yeah, yeah. It's really cool for her to see her figure it out and stuff. But it's also like it's on the tip of her tongue. You kind of, and us knowing all the information makes it easier. But you kind of just want to like push it a little bit, like just figure it out, like let it click. But she she was so close to it. But at least 
uh, Tommy now is getting on her radar with that. And then Jess, that was her target when if she said she said if she won HOH that she was going to go after Tommy. So that it, was biz- I do like that to was, see that. That was really interesting. That was that was really interesting. And, and I think we'll get more into that when we talk about what happens with with Jackson's week as HOH. But. Uh, I did not see Jess coming for Tommy. I, I think that was a very interesting, uh, a very interesting choice there because I, I would have, I would have assumed differently. I, I would have assumed that yeah, she probably would have been going after Jackson. Um, maybe yeah, Jess. I, I thought Mickey, I thought Mickey would be the target, and then you put Tommy up next to him because yeah. she obviously has the women empowerment stuff, and she doesn't probably doesn't want to put up any women. But you would think that Mickey would be the main target. Yeah, uh, Jess kind of sees, uh, has, has a decent enough read on the house uh, before Nick goes home. And, and she sees that, you know, moving forward, there are these three groups of two where it's pretty clear, you know, uh, Cliff and Nicole and Tommy and Christy and uh, uh, Holly and Jackson. And she sees herself as like the third person in that. And uh, that's that's a that's a pretty good place to be. And and Christy's kind of on board with this, too. We see Christy saying, like, yeah, I'd love to take Jess to the final three because, like, Who's gonna? Jess isn't gonna beat me, right? Would it? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and uh, at the same time, uh, Tommy and Christy, while uh, Nicole's figuring out what Tommy and Christy have going on, uh, Tommy and Christy seem to be feeling, figuring out what Nicole has going on, where they're kind of uh, they're kind of sniffing out this final four deal between uh, between Cliff, Nicole, Holly, and Jackson here. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm glad everyone's kind of starting to, you know, pick everything up and realize what's going on. They spent so much time in the house; you'd think they would figure it out by now, right? Yeah, yeah, I know, right? Um, yeah, but for for some reason, for some reason, I. But what are what are you, you going to do with that information if if you can have it? Um, you know, they, there's there's talk obviously this week about uh, Cliff being the replacement nominee uh, if something should go uh, wrong. Uh, go cattywampus with the veto, as uh, as Mickey White say. Um, but there's there's no there's no shot that Cliff's going home here, and Christy can Christy sees it, and I, I think it's it's just one of those. Uh, it looks like it's going to be one of those uh, one of those weeks, uh, just like the week before, just like the week before that, where Christy just has to kind of clench her fist and hope she gets revenge someday, uh, and just just pray that she doesn't I mean, get swept might- out the door. Her luck might continue. She might manifest, you know, being safe again. But that that conversation was really interesting to me because you've seen Mickey and Holly be able to kind of talk their way out of a lot of things, but that they just couldn't talk their way out of because it was so obvious. And so yeah. I thought that was something that, like, at least Christy kind of figured that out. Like, you know, it's going to be you. And that's when you're the pawn. That's sometimes what happens. Yeah. Um yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that we'll see how that turns out. Um, I'm I'm very very excited to see. Uh, I I think this could all come to a head during the double eviction, um, which would be absolutely fantastic. I I feel like there's uh we always have high hopes going into the the double eviction. Um, you know it's live TV, so we have no idea what's going to happen until it happens. Um, and we mm-hmm. we've had a, we've had a couple of disappointments uh, in the past, but this one I I feel like this one there's so many big targets on the board that this one could be very very interesting. Um, and, and hopefully I, it does. I honestly can't rem- I can't remember a double eviction that was like this pivotal to a game and stuff. Like obviously it's a big piece of it, but this just feels like the entire game really hinges on this. So I mean that obviously makes it way more exciting for Thursday. Yeah, the house is gonna be really quiet after Thursday, man. We're gonna be down we've got seven now, we're gonna be down to five. That's uh that's moving quick. 
We're almost we're in the home stretch. Yeah, we're on. We're at the I home stretch here. Yeah. Um, so before, uh, so we're going to, we're going to talk about this, uh, this haunted house, uh, HOH here, uh, in a moment, the wall comp, um, which is uh, kind of, uh, teased a little bit earlier in the week, uh, during prank week, uh, we'll say goodbye to prank week here, Lance, but I, I really hope big brother does more uh, weeks like this in the future. Cause prank week was absolutely fantastic. Um, and, and we got a lot more, I really uh, liked it. Yeah. We got a lot more prank week fun in the, uh, the eviction episode too. Um, I, I think, uh, I think, uh, we've got the, uh, the, uh, the veto, the veto draw, right? We've got the, uh, slime in the veto draw. Um, shout out by the way, to the, uh, sound effects guy, uh, this year, who's, uh, who's just doing such a fantastic job. Um, I am, I'm loving the sound effects this season. Uh, instead of the, the click, the clickety clack of the veto chips, we get this of the, uh, the slime, which is, which is fantastic. Um, we get, uh, we get Nicole's, uh, pie vendetta against Jackson. I thought that was a lot of fun now seeing them. That was, that was great. I, uh, she needs to stop picking on Mickey because Mickey, she might've won one battle and Mickey won that war. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a tough guy to go up against, but, uh, you know, good for her. She got him eventually. Um, uh, she had, uh, there was that really great, uh, there was a re- really great scene where Nicole comes out of the diary room and, uh, the, the entire house kind of makes a, makes a pact to just hide from her when she comes out. So she comes out alone. Uh, and this is in the middle of all that clown business where there are these creepy clowns, you know, threatening them from behind the, uh, the mirrors. Uh, and, and, and Nicole just has a break. It's fantastic. It's just fantastic. TV. I thought, it was, I thought that was the best prank of the entire week. Like that yeah. was so they felt so bad for and stuff, and at least they weren't birds. I mean, clowns were obviously <laughs> scary. If it was Jess, it would have been really bad. Yeah. But I, uh, I thought that was really hilarious. And uh, Nicole seems like one of the only people in the house that can actually like take a joke too, and just be yeah, like okay with everything. Yeah, she's she's a really good. I mean, she's a good sport about it. But she she's even a better like she. It's just so fantastic to watch. Um, and, uh, it's, it's kind of cool. This is one of those, uh, non-official prank week pranks. This is like a bonus prank that we get. Um, and, uh, it was a little bit of help from production there where they actually turned out the lights on Nicole <laughs> during, during yeah, the that, that was, that was great, <laughs> which is, which is just fantastic. Uh, but I want to say, I, I think my favorite, uh, one of my favorite, my absolute favorite moment here of, of prank week with the, uh, is, is Nick's diary room pie in the face. Oh, yeah. I want this is a this is like a masterpiece here, Lance. Did, do you did you did this one get you? Did this one? Of course it did. I loved it. I mean, anytime Volka can get a pie in the face, and he's thinking anytime somebody thinks they're safe and they're not, I love it. I think I think my favorite part about it is that like after seeing you know for almost two and a half three months now, we we saw Nick being real in the diary room for the first time. Where he's just kind of like doing the math, like I'm, I'm safe in here, right? I, I can just stay in here, right? I mean, it's like somebody just trying to talk themselves, talk themselves like out of it or whatever. They're like, I'm okay, yeah, I'm totally fine, everything's yeah. cool, and it's really not. And the yeah. world's just, it's like the uh, the gif of, uh, yeah, this is fine when everything's just burning around them. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah, uh, Nick. Nick even uh, seems to be trying to kill some time in there, talking about carnitas. You know what he had for lunch. <laughs> It's just, just anything to anything to get uh, anything to get rid of the, uh, the but the pie comes the pie comes uh, I guess they uh, they let that one happen I'm always curious like whether the or not pie always comes yeah whether or not that's legit like I I always wondered whether or not the diary room was like locked behind you because you know what what if someone tries sneaking in there is that I wonder if that, they like 
production like let them hack it or whatever it's like oh we just uh opened up everything for you so you can get them yeah maybe kind of like maybe. how they, they turn off the lights yeah they did them the out. Lights. yeah so 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 maybe maybe that's what maybe that's what happened um interesting <laughs> Um, so I, I want to, uh, moving forward before we lose Nick here, uh, and, and, and Nick goes to the jury house, uh, we do get a look at what's going on in the jury house right now. And, uh, what do you, what did you think about this jury house uh, segment, Lance? Uh, it was whatever. Uh, I did like that. Uh, my favorite part was Jack says he didn't play the game that well and ran his mouth too much. So I guess he figured something out. Uh-huh. Uh, I want to say my favorite part, again, shout out to the sound effects guy, is the uh, the sound effect we get when uh, Jack very clearly stares at uh, Kat's breasts. Um, oh, yeah. And then uh, and just lets her know that, uh, you know, uh, don't, Annalise doesn't need to know. Um, not not knowing that Annalise is going to be right through the door in a few minutes. Uh, which is... And that she's going to rewatch this when she's out of the house. <laughs> I think... I think that is the, uh, the key part of the uh, calculation he missed there. Yes, she is going to see that. Um, but is, if you're doing the, uh, if you're doing the math as Jack, uh, I, I don't think Jack's too worried about what's going to happen with that relationship outside the house. No, I think Jack's going to be all right. And I think he's going to be able to stare at whoever's boobs he wants. Yeah. Well, I think Jack and Annalise have both said it, you know, they're, they're both very attractive people, so they'll be fine. Right. <laughs> yep. Yep. There's... I, I don't have to worry about them too much other than their, you know, general outlook on life and everything. I don't have to worry about them too much. Yeah, so that's uh, it. Looks like uh, it looks like the jury house is actually pretty uh, pretty legit this year. I'm I'm kind of jealous. They got like a a putting green out there. They're in the mountains. I, I think that looks like uh, might might be out somewhere. Uh, you know, deep LA suburbs somewhere. You know. Yeah, are they in like Sunland or are they further out? Where are they? But it is a nice. Yeah, they they're. Yeah, they're they're pretty far out there. Maybe uh, maybe a good place for uh, Zingbot to hide if he's looking for uh, hiding spaces. A little bit better than the Big Brother house, oh I guess. God. How how scary would that be if you're just chilling in the sequester house and then, or the jury house, and then boom, the Zingbot just comes out? That would scare the crap out. They of They would lose their shit, man. They would love that. You kidding me? <laughs> Everybody in that Especially jury house is kicking themselves that they miss Zingbot, and for Zingbot to come true. in there, that's like get the point. Because I mean, if you looked but at these was... these jury segments in past years, man, all they do is like paint. Like they got nothing going on. <laughs> It's, I mean, being in the house is boring, even when you're going for the money, when you're not, even, when you're eliminated, you just have to sit around thinking about it. That's got to be awful. <laughs> it's, it's Especially people great, you right? probably don't like. Yeah. yeah. Which one of these, which one of these jerks am I going to give a half a million dollars to, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Especially when you're all like, when Nick arrives, he's just going to be angry the whole time. And then he has to watch Jack and Annalise the whole time too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, Jack and Annalise, Jack and Kat, Jack and whoever. Um, it's yeah. no cameras in the jury house. That's what they're all looking forward to, right? How exciting! Get wild. Um, yep. So, see see what happens if uh, Nick and Tommy get to share some time in there. Who knows? <laughs> um, so, uh, was there was there anything to call out from this uh, this this Nick goodbye interview here with Joy? Um, you know, I, I I feel like we've had some great ones in the, and this one may not have been one of the greats. Uh, and it may just be it may just be Nick's delivery, but it's just it's just so many bros and and so and so many for sure's um, that uh, did did you take away anything interesting from this one? Nice. No, not really. He's just you know he's a monotonous guy that you know isn't that deep when it comes down to it, and you know he was obviously pretty 
perturbed about how everything played out. So, yeah, I didn't. It wasn't too great. Yeah, and just to uh, just to rewind a little bit because I know our all our listeners love our completionist nature, uh, but we didn't talk about uh, Annalise's uh, exit interview either uh, last week. Uh, was there anything interesting in Annalise's exit interview? Uh, I barely remember it now. Yeah, no, that's that's when I uh, that's when I uh, checked my email. <laughs> Um, so we did not, uh, we, so that is, that, yeah. that's why we, that's why we skipped past that one. Uh, Annalise always, you know, drops, you know, truth bombs and really interesting nuggets. So yeah. Yeah. Um, well, well speaking of dropping some bombs, Lance, um, we, uh, let's, let's Good talk sex. about this. Let's talk about this HOH comp, this haunted house HOH comp. Um, we, it's, it's a pretty, pretty late in the season to get the wall comp. Um, but, uh, but, but here we are. Um, the first thing that I saw, I thought when I saw this comp start is that, oh boy, it, this is, Jackson's going to win this thing. Uh, maybe Tommy, but no one else, right? W- was there anyone I else? Thought, I thought Tommy or, I thought Tommy or Nicole, because, you know, it, the smaller people do well on this. I didn't, I, you know, I thought Mickey would do well, but I didn't think he'd be able to hold up completely just endurance wise. So, you know, those yeah. were the three. My big three. Well, well, we remember what happened last time. Uh, Mickey was in an endurance challenge, and he made a big show of it, and then he peed himself, and then he fell in a pee. Uh, so <laughs> this this time it goes a little bit different. Uh, um, I, no I no indication, no indication that he soiled himself during this HOH comp. So you know, gold star for him there. Um, I, I want to say though that the best moment uh, of this wall comp, and we got to see it uh, about fifteen to thirty times in the episode. Uh, was Jess. Jess's fall from the wall it is just so fantastic. And we got it. It was so long and dramatic, you know, like <laughs> such a big fall. We got it once at full speed. We got it again at full speed. We got the slow-mo version. We got the black and white uh, uh, throwback later in the episode, just to, just so we remember. Uh, it was it just, it's the fantastic. reverse slow motion. <laughs> it's, it, it was... It was Jess's finest moment, I think. Uh, and other than, you know, something else she says in this episode that we might be getting to. But uh, that was just amazing. And then, you know, if you could just go on Reddit or really just the Internet, you can find some pretty great videos and memes of Jess's fall. Yeah, watching this episode was just like watching like a Twitter feed because it's just like staring at a GIF. And you just want to see her fall over and over and over again. And it's like, that's the big brother's giving us what I, what we want. And that's just like gifts on her TV. And uh, I'm the thing here- I love the most. The, the thing I really love the most about it though, was uh, they really, they gave her like the full treatment where they gave her the diary room edit and everything. They did, like you said, the slow motion, the black and white, they, they just threw the, you know, kitchen sink at it. Cause they knew how big of a moment it was. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, this is uh, this is unfortunate timing for for Jess, uh, because just as Jess falls off this wall first is the time when people start thinking about what a comp beast Jess may be in this game. Um, And and (laughs) and immediately uh, it looks like uh, Jackson, uh, when when he wins this HOH comp, uh, decides that, you know, he's not going to take a shot at Tommy because Tommy made a deal with Jackson on the wall, which I think, again, is very interesting here. Um, What do you think about this deal? I uh, I really liked it. I thought. I mean, Tom, for Tommy, it makes all the sense in the world. He's safe sure does. Uh, and he can take out Mickey next week because, yeah, Mickey, go ahead. You're not going to target me. That's fine. And, you know, sorry, Christy, but that's just 
the way the game is. I do like that Tommy is realizing there's an end game between him and Christy and that it, he can't you know, protect her forever. Yeah, um, this reminds me a little bit, uh, if, if we go all the way back to that week one HOH comp, we were talking about people t- uh, people throwing the comp or, or trying their best to win the comp, and then after the fact, saying that they threw the comp. Do we believe that Christy really threw this comp here? Like, is Christy really... Right? Like, like Christy's not going to win. Like, we know Christy's not going to win this comp, and Christy knows she's not going to win this comp. But how can she throw it here? She's been on the block for three weeks. The person who's most likely to win this comp is the person who's most likely to put her right back on the block for a fourth week in a row. Like, how how can you talk about throwing this comp, Christy? I, I'm calling... And the best part... Yeah. The best part is that she... Uh, gets mad at Tommy for not winning, and Tommy lasted way longer than she did, and she's just frustrated about it. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly, exactly. Tommy, Tommy did fine for himself. Uh, you know, again, we say, you know, this was Holly's HOH. Tommy might be on the block next to Christy, but it's not. It's Jackson's HOH, and Jackson is keeping his boys safe because he's really worried about Jess pulling something together. Really, again, comp beef Jess, uh, Jackson, very concerned that she is going to start playing the game and get him out, um, which is, you know, we, we talk about Jess having a very bad read about where the house is. But like, I, I don't know about what I think Jackson Jackson's either completely wrong about Jess or Jackson's trying his best to just talk himself into this and find a reason to send her out the door because this I, I don't know, man, I, I I'm I'm. I'm calling shenanigans on this on this logic here. It doesn't make a lot of sense. And the way he played it, that he's kind of like the white knight that saved uh, Nicole and Cliff, I thought was weird. And, you know, for him, for Mickey to go into the comp and say pretty much anybody except for Christy and Tommy can win and I'm happy. And the reason he didn't throw it is because of Tommy and then says Tommy's safe. It really doesn't make a lot of sense for a guy that's made some pretty smart decisions throughout his gameplay. This doesn't really make sense to me. Yeah, uh, it looks like the first the first plan was to uh, throw this HOH to Nicole if he could, um, and it looked like that plan was was seemed like it was on the right track for a while. Nicole was third, um, you know, uh, third to the last drop. Uh, is that right? Um, it, it was it was Jackson. So. Jackson, then Tommy, or uh, Nicole, then Tommy, then Jackson. Um, yeah. And Jackson's your winner. Um, but, um, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's interesting because uh, Jackson, again, concerned about the following week. He doesn't want to win HOH. He, his, his first diary room after winning, he just says it sucks. It sucks, you know. Does it really, does it really suck, Jackson, to be safe, <laughs> to be guaranteed final six? It's like when he, uh, he won the or he, yeah, the, during the first episode, he's like, it sucks that I have to do this. Does it though? Like you are asking for it. You are bringing it on yourself. Like you made this choice. Now you got to deal with the consequences. So stop, you know, throwing a pity party because you're in power. Right. He's saying it, it sucks because this is the third week that he's he's been in power. But I, I'll say that there's no way in hell Jackson's ever making final six if he doesn't go back to back to back here uh, with Holly. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and win his way to the end uh, because he's out at eight. He's out at seven. He's out at six. He's going to be out at five. Like they're just he's out like sooner or later. They're going to sweep him out if they can. Um, so he has to win everything. Um, and apparently doing a pretty good job at that so far. Um, very, very impressive. Um, but 
But as Jackson said, that this is this is kind of probably uh, this may be the one of the few final uh, actual physical comps. There's usually one in kind of the final HOH. Um, but uh, very worried about them being mental comps from now on. And he has his pulse on the house, and he says Christie is a mental comp threat. And if there's anyone who can memorize stuff, oh, it's Jess. Jess has it all down. And uh, Jess seems absolutely dumbfounded by all this, doesn't she? I, yeah, she just doesn't get it, you know. And she's right; she sucks ass. So, I mean, yeah, this is this this is the part that's, that, that's the say, uh, right? that's the part where you were te- you were teasing earlier, right? The part where yes. uh, Jess just say like 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 I suck ass. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's it's some good it's some good self awareness, and and she's right. She's right. Uh, but. I I love Jess. We we both love Jess, right, Lance? Of course. Like uh, we we liked what we saw, uh, you know, at beginning of the season, and she had so many uh, so much promise, and it's frustrating. Like I just I, I feel like I, I want to. I she she could have played such a better game here, and I, I feel like there are so many moments here where she's going home for all the wrong reasons. She's not targeting Jackson. She doesn't really seem to convey that. Um, she's not a threat. They're seeing her as a threat. That's part of the reason to get her out. Um, if if Tommy and Christy are really these big threats, why don't you just have Jess as part of that? And she's going to disappear sooner or later. She's not going to win. Why are we worried about Jess? I don't know. I, I just feel like there's so much Jess could have done here to turn things around. And Jess just doesn't do anything. Yeah, we talked about how poorly Nick, you know, kind of sold everything and pitched everything. Yeah. This is even worse. Like, this is just, like, it's just like a malpractice of playing the game. And what she's done, really, other than a couple, you know, flashes and then uh, with her in charge, she, like, showed a little bit. But when she's not in charge, she is just not a good game player. And it's it's tough to see because when she was in charge, that was like the peak of the season. So you're like, we want to see this all the time. And she's just not showing it. Yeah. I think when, uh, I think when Jess's game eventually does uh, come to an end, I think we're going to look back at the season and and really uh, her, her mark is, is really that one week she wins HOH. And it's a real important turning point in the game where she puts Jack and Jackson up against each other. But I, I worry that when we, you know, as big of a turning point in the game, it is, uh, when we look back next year uh, at, at, you know, when things all started to change, uh, the part we're all going to forget is the part about Jess being HOH. We're going we're gonna to remember everything but that part. Uh, we'll remember that those two oh, were yeah. on the block against each other, but no, we're not going to remember who put them there. Um, which I mean, is, when, you, when we think back a year from now, we're going to think about Jess's fall, really. Like, we're going to remember her as, you know, as Zingbot said, you know, his zing towards her and that she fell and sucks ass. So not the greatest, you know, memories of her, her metaphorical and her literal fall, um, this week, uh, both, (laughs) both pretty epic, uh, both, both something we'll probably see a few more, a few times on repeat before the week is over. Um, of course. So, so Lance, um, I want to, I want to talk, uh, I want to, I want to keep going here about this week because there's so much more interesting stuff that happens for this week. Um, but before we do, I, I just want to say that the stuff we're going to talk about from here on out, Lance, is stuff that you're not going to see until Wednesday on the TV show. And it's not stuff you're going to see until, uh, uh, wrap up until Thursday. Uh, so spoiler alert, right? 
Um, so if if you don't want to be spoiled for all the good all the goodness that's coming on CBS, uh, your local station and CBS All Access, www.cbs.com slash Big Brother Brothers. Um, this is this is a good time for you to check out. But why would you want to check out Lance? Right? Of course not. This is where you should be getting your information. Yeah. All right. So uh, in a moment, I'm going to spoil uh, who wins uh, the veto comp. Uh, it, it's it's a big one, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about uh, we 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 had a at a segment where we were talking about showmances and nomances earlier in the year. We've got a showmance and a nomance update, and it's a it's a heck of one. And we're gonna talk about that right after this. Okay, Lance, we're back. Uh, I, I presume only our our spoiler. Uh, friendly fans are with us at this point, so uh, it, it's time to spoil things. Are you ready? Uh, I'm, my body is ready. <laughs> okay. Uh, so this week, uh, the veto comp this week was the hide and go veto comp. Uh, it is, yes. This is another Big Brother favorite. Um, I I absolutely love this comp. It, it, what What do you think of this one, Lance? Is this your favorite? Do you love this one? It's one of my favorites. It's the one that when I watch the seasons, it's the one that I really wish I could do because just messing up a house like for hours sounds awesome. Yeah. Have you ever given any thought to where you might put it in the house? If, if you were there, like where you would hide it. Honestly, I'd probably, I haven't really thought about it, but I would probably put it somewhere so bad that they'd find it like the first, like inside like a cereal box or something where it's like, why would anybody put it there? I'd be bad at it. I already know it. Interesting. Yeah, I was I was like wondering, like, I'm trying to like figure out like, because it's 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 a comp that they've played so many times, you, you know, over and over. And a lot of the really good hiding places have been found. And 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 and, and everybody, everybody spends the first two months of the season thinking about where they might hide this ship. You know, of course, they're, they're yeah. token. Um, and, uh, I, you know, I, I'm not sure how much damage can you do? Can you like, cut a hole somewhere like that's what i would do like if you could like cut open a mattress and just kind of like shove the veto in the mattress like that's, yeah, the that's only what problem I mean. is 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 if you do cut something and like you show kind of like if there's like something you see then someone knows that it's like in there so it could i be. one thing i would be. try like i would try now that they have that trailer room like, is there, can right. you throw it, like, under the trailer or, like, lodge it, like, behind the trailer where, like, because it's so heavy you can't move it or Ooh, something? I like that. I like that. Um, that any, anywhere where like there's... in a ceiling. Yeah, that's some, that's some Brett uh, strategy from last year. Anywhere there's something heavy uh, that you can kind of uh, block or, or, or put in the way of the veto, like, that's, that's gold. Uh, I think that's a really good strategy because like, how, people how much, just aren't going to want to mess with it. Yeah, exactly. And how much uh, how much uh, weight are uh, Christy and and Jess and them going to be moving uh, with with all these a big pile of mattresses? Come on, they're not going to. Yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, so we have this hide and go veto comp, and our our winner of the hide and go veto comp is uh, is Tommy, is Tommy, wow. which is uh, which is actually uh, really the best case scenario for that duo, because uh, Tommy, of course, not on the block. Uh, he can take off Christy from the block, and he cannot be named as a replacement nominee. So it's kind of the uh, the best possible scenario for him. Uh, and, and that is exactly what he is going to do here. He is going to use that veto. He uses it on Christy. Uh, Christy comes down off the block, safe for the fourth week in a row. Uh, Christy is not going home here. Uh, and the uh, your renom is Cliff. It is uh, Jessica versus Cliff. And uh, it is it is definitely not looking good for Jessica here. Uh, Jessica is all but going home. 
this just feels like a disaster for Mickey and, you know, Holly can just be in his ear saying, I told you so. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's interesting here. Cause it's, uh, you know, the, there we're down to so few numbers here. We're at the final seven. So it's, it's four people voting. Uh, so really uh, Mickey only needs two. really only needs two votes, uh, to go his way. And then he can break the tie and he's got Holly who's definitely off the block. Uh, no matter what happens. So you're one vote there. And, and no matter what person, like if Cliff's on the block, Nic- Nicole's not going to vote out Cliff. And, and if it was, Tom, you know, Tommy on the block, you know, Tommy's not going to vote out Christy. And you know, there are all these possible combinations, but it, it's basically Jackson gets to do whatever he wants this week. And, uh, it, and, and it looks like it's, it's going to be Jessica here. Um, so, um, you know, I, I, <laughs> You know, is she, like I said, she's she's got to go somewhere. Uh, what do you think about this move for Jackson's game? Like, is this the right person? Should he have taken out some, like, should he have played this differently? Yeah, I think I would have done what Holly was thinking, and I would have put up Christy and Tommy, and then if this scenario played out and Tommy won, you still can put up Jess, then, then you can decide between Jess and Christy. I just think it's a wasted HOH. In yeah. my opinion. I know that that was his main target and he's going to eventually get his target out, but he wasted the week, I think. And then he also w- pretty much wasted Christie's, you know, deal, too. Yeah. Well, it looks like he's tr- trying to uh, he- he's trying to build uh, build something for the future here, you know, moving forward, um, you know, moving from the final nine to the final six. Uh, really, they got to shape the game exactly how they wanted it to be shaped uh, for the most part here. And we've got this final six. It's going to be uh, three groups of two where it's going to be uh, Mickey and Holly. It's going to be Nicole and Cliff. And it's going to be Tommy and Christy. And I guess the idea here is that um, with this this alliance that they've got, this, this four-person alliance that uh, they're they're hoping that should the only really kind of doomsday scenario here for Holly and Mickey are for Christy and Tommy to win HOH. Uh, if, if they win, then they're they're for sure in trouble. Uh, I, I don't know that they're going to that, that anyone's necessarily looking to come after uh, Cliff and Nicole at this point yet uh, because they just don't win comps the same way that Cliff does or uh, Holly does or Jackson does. So I, I think that's. I mean that that sounds that sounds uh, you know pretty pretty basic, right? Oh yeah, hundred percent. And if you think about it, who are like the four people who could win the game? When you think of the top four, Cliff and Nicole probably aren't in that top four either. So they're not the biggest threat. And like we've said, you're running out of weeks to to get out people like a Mickey or a Christy. I'm I I I might disagree with you there on Cliff. I, I think Cliff has got a a pretty decent shot. At winning this, uh, just by uh, the fact that uh, it's something that Jack Jack is really uh, really into Cliff. Uh, I think Jackson said a few times about Cliff being America's favorite that he really likes Cliff. I mean, obviously, you know, Nicole's a big Cliff fan. Uh, I, I don't know if if Cat and Jess can can kind of turn around uh, on Cliff. I, I don't know how badly they feel burned by him, but I think Cliff has got a, a really decent shot at winning here if he can make it to the end. Uh, you know, he's, he's at I least won something. Has, yeah, I think almost everyone has a decent shot, but I was just thinking like the top three, I think are pretty easy. And then the fourth, I guess you could totally split hairs between Holly and Cliff. I do think that if it was those two in the final two, I think Holly would win. 
Yeah, I, I think that, uh, you know, I, I think that Holly and Jackson have really put together probably the best final six that they could have, uh, given the situation. Um, just just in the fact that, you know, there so many people are going to target them either way. Um, and if they can just get lucky here and make it to the final four with this this final four group that they have, you know, I, I think the math is that Cliff and Nicole aren't really good at winning comps. And if they're there in the final four, then Holly and Jackson kind of think that they can probably roll over, uh, just just mow 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 them down, right? I, I think that's oh, yeah. that's got to be the that's got to be the logic. Yeah, I, I would too. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, totally. And I do think like the one thing I, I find interesting about all these groups, especially with Christy and Tommy and Holly and Mickey, is that Holly mm-hmm. and Tommy are pretty much playing similar games because they both have that big target who is their partner, but they're playing all these behind the scenes moves that are really kind of working well. So I, those two are very similar to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think uh, I, I think Jackson and Holly are set up pretty well here, and there's really only one thing that can uh, can really uh, do them do them in here, and that's for their relationship to absolutely and completely fall apart. You know, um, and yeah. uh, interesting segue here uh, to our, our showmances and nomances, uh, Lance. Uh, where where were you when Jackson and Holly started fighting? Do you do you remember? I I, I remember it so clearly. Uh, <laughs> I was on a I was on a beach drinking a margarita somewhere. Yeah, I was I was on a I was I was doing some uh, putt putt golf, uh, having a good time. Ooh, nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, been on a, a miniature putt-putt. golf. Been on a miniature golf kick ever since I started watching Holy Moly on ABC. Don't watch Ooh, it. Watch Stephen Watch Curry. Big Brother. In, watch Big Brother instead. Uh, no, it's a, it's a fun show. Anyway, uh, so we, back to Big Brother here. Uh, so we have a we have a really big fight that that broke up uh, bro- broke out in the Big Brother house, and I I say break up, but maybe I'm getting a little ahead of myself here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, of course, it was between our our lone standing showmans, uh, Jackson and Holly. Um, and the short version, you know, it, it's tough going going deep diving into these lovers' quarrels and and figuring out exactly where it all went wrong, right? But uh, apparently at some point, uh, Holly calls Jackson an a-hole. Um, and, you know, first of all, yeah. Yeah, yeah he is. Um, but this does, not, uh, this, does not, this does not sit well with Jackson, um, if you can believe it. And it just kind of stews, and it gets worse and worse with continuously escalating arguments throughout this day. Uh, between Holly and Jackson, uh, and and Jackson is just—I mean, we ha- we talk about Jackson being the worst, but like, look at this, look at this argument, and like, tell me he's not the worst with some of the stuff. Like, he's he's just coming at Holly, saying that he Holly embarrassed him on national television. Uh, then he starts saying that Holly is embarrassed by him. Uh, you know, as he basically Jackson wants to break up here um, because Holly called him an a hole. Uh, and that Holly doesn't understand what a tough time Jackson's had in this house. Uh, <laughs> what do you, what do you, what do you, what do you think of our? What do you, what do you think? Is is there hope for this? Is there hope for this showman's Lance? Can they? Oh, I feel they... so terrible. I feel terrible for them. Yeah, uh, uh, I mean, of course, there's hope because they're just when your back's against the wall, like you kind of go back to what you know. And if they break up, they don't really have anybody else, and they can get maybe they get picked off easily maybe they can join somebody else i just think it's a little too late in the game for them to just go completely go separate ways but i do kind of find it funny that this is like the zingbot thing with nick where i just kind of like latched on 
And this is mm-hmm. exactly what happened with Mickey now. Yeah, and being called a pompous douchebag is way worse. Right, right. And of course, Jackson does bring up, you know, that fact that he has been called that, you know, just as like, you don't know what I've been through here. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, you know, Jackson, uh, Jackson uh, says that, uh, you know, he's he's done. He's done with this relationship that he deserves better, that uh, that Beth, uh, pardon me, that Holly reminds uh. him of his uh, of his uh, past relationships and past ex-girlfriends and that he's been there, done that, got the T-shirt. Um, another quality Mickey quote right there. Uh, and, uh, but you know, at the same time, they can't break up on a game level. <laughs> that's, that's what he tells her. Yeah, they need uh, each other. Yeah. While, uh, while, while Holly is, uh, well, Holly is packing her stuff up in the HOH room and, and moving out, uh, that they can't break up for game reasons. And it's really this entire fight, just Holly, just crying just for the entire thing. It's just, it's just rough to see. It's rough to see. Well, this is, I, I feel like this is like different. Cause like Christy will cry because yes. it's, because the sun isn't as bright as it was yesterday. Like, she, she'll cry over anything. But, like, this stuff that, like, Holly's crying over here, this is some rough stuff. This is, like, some serious romance drama. Um, and, you know, I, I know a lot of a lot of people are, are very upset about how Jackson is handling this. Uh, you know, it just it just does not look great. Um, so we're yeah, very... Cu- another bad look for our guy. <laughs> I, have a, I have a conspiracy theory. Yeah. What yeah. if this is all part of the plan? And that they are faking this whole breakup fight thing so they don't look like huge targets for when Mickey hey. can't be HOH next. Listen, if this is if this is uh, if this is like uh, like Dan Giesling uh, and making uh, Danielle cry, um, it's like ten times worse than that. So maybe you know, maybe. Um, yeah, the one thing that goes against my theory is Mickey's an awful actor, just like everybody else in the house, and I don't know if yep. they'd be able to act their way through all that. Nope, I, I do not think I do not think he is. He's got the acting chops to do that. Um, he does not have the acting skill of uh, of of a t- of say a Tommy, right? <laughs> yeah, you're, you're trained. Tommy's uh, amazing. You're trained. You're trained <laughs> stage actor, Tommy. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So uh, so yeah. So we'll, we're gonna we're gonna see how that uh, that all uh, that all shakes out in the uh, the coming weeks. Uh, but it does look like again, it looks like Jessica's uh, in, in trouble here. Um, do we have a, do we have any predictions from where the game goes from here, uh, Lance? Like, who who do you think right now has the best shot of winning this game of the six that are going to be left up this week? Oh man, that's tough. Uh, I think. All right, if I had to guess, yeah, I think Jess goes home, and right. then I think in the double eviction, either Mickey or Christy goes home. So I'm going to say. Yeah. Neither of them have the best chance because I think it's likely one of them goes. I'm going to go with, oh, this is tough. I'm going to go Tommy just because I think he can kind of survive and everything. I really wanted to pick Cliff, but I just Mm -hmm. feel like Tommy, I I have him as my third right now. And so if the other two kind of go at each other, I'm going to go with Tommy as the best odds. Yeah. Um, I think Tommy has a really good game going on, but one thing that gives me a little bit of pause is again something that really just came up this week um, in in the eviction episode, really, and it, and it happened when uh, there's a conversation between uh, I believe it was Nick and Nicole, uh, but the short version is everyone's kind of coming to the realization that Tommy is your best friend until it is your time to go home, and then Tommy mm-hmm. has no trouble sho- shoving you out the door. Though Tommy did it with Jack. Tommy did it with uh, with uh, Nick here, um, and that you know it looks like he was just about as ready to do it with with Christy as well. 
Um, and and it, I was it sure say, looks Christy like he was next up on his list. And it sure looks like Christy kind of realizes what's going on here. Because I, I, I mean, f- with these four weeks on the block, it, it's pretty clear that there have been plenty of plenty of moments where Tommy was ready to just take a quick step back and just let the axe fall. Um, and that you know she she's I think fortunate that's the enough. Right way to play it though. Yeah, yeah. But the question is, is that going to then hurt him? In the end, you know, if he's at the final two, are people going to look at that and say, "Okay, he played a great game," or are people going to look at that and say, "Like, I really feel betrayed by him"? Um, and, and that's—I don't know the answer to that, and I'm very curious to see how that turns out. Um, but You're I think that's get a big. Both. I think there's going to be people that really respect the game, you know, depending who gets eliminated and stuff. There's going to be people yeah. who really respect the game, and then there's going to be the bitter people like Nick who. He might just not get over it and just won't. And if it's down to it, he might not have his vote. So I could I could totally see that. But I don't know. I don't feel the bitter jury yet, but it, it could totally happen. Right, right. Um, yeah, it, it really, I, you know, it's so much just depends on who these final two are going to be. And, you know, a testament to this season uh, that we don't know who those people are going to be, um, that it really is just so wide open. Um, but, um, you know, I, I you said Tommy has a great shot, you know, I. I want to say, I want to say, like, I I feel like Christy's going to go home at any moment now, but it just, I felt that way for like the last five or six weeks and it just hasn't happened. And could she really make it to the end? I think if she does, she wins. Um, But, uh, but otherwise uh, I'm, I'm, I'm still keeping an eye on, uh, on Holly. I I think, uh, I I think Holly has a real shot at winning this. Um, I think she's got what it takes to, uh, to win those, uh, last minute vetoes uh, where it counts. And uh, I, I think once Jackson disappears and you've got uh, a couple pairs left in the house and she's on her own, uh, I think that's exactly the spot which she's going to want to be. Um, so I think uh, I think she's looking good. But uh, who knows, right? I do want to see Holly kind of alone and see how her gameplay, because she's you've seen her behind the scenes and she's made some really smart choices and some of her ideas have been probably the right gameplay and everything. But I do think, you know, she's going to get a little hurt for maybe riding coattails with Mickey and all his wins and stuff. I could see that being kind of a detriment in her story. But she, you know, it really is wide open, which is what's so fun about uh, where we're at in the game now. Yeah, yeah. Um, Very interesting. Very interesting. We'll, We'll see where it goes. Uh, so before we, uh, before you move on here, uh, we're going to, let's, let's, let's do our, our winners and losers of the week here. Um, real quick, Lance, uh, who do you have? Who, who's your winner here? Who's your loser here? Uh, my winner, I'm going to go a little, uh, off the board a little bit. I'm going to go with Cliff. Okay. You know, okay. He feels like, right, why? He, I, I feel like he's got uh, America's favorite house gets locked up, especially after that cute little uh, segment about dancing with his wife and like all how he misses his wife and all that stuff. Oh, I think yeah, he's in a good. good position with, I think he's in a good position with the final four. He's not a huge target. I just think he's in a, a really good spot for a guy that, you know, feels on the bottom and you, you know, you got these four other people that are doing really well and stuff. I just feel like he's in a really good spot for not being sure, in a lot of sure. power. Uh, if you're going to take a, if you're going to take cliff, uh, I'm going to just uh, hop in right here and take my my winner pick. I'm going to do Nicole. I'm going to say Nicole's my winner okay. pick for the week. And for many of the same reasons, uh, but with a bonus reason, uh, she's in a, she's she's in a really good spot, you know, for, you know, how she's played the game so far. 
I, I would not have expected her to be a really solid look, almost like a lock for Final Four, but that's where she is, it looks like. Um, but in the past week or, or so, uh, she's really had a coming out of sorts on the show. Uh, where we've seen so many more Nicole moments. Uh, I mean, that that eviction episode had so much Nicole in it, and it was a lot of fun. Like, it, it's it's great to see her. Like, she's she's having a good time in the house. People seem to really enjoy her, and I, I think she's she's going to give Cliff a really good run for his money in terms of uh, America's Favorite Player as well. Uh, I think it could go either way. Uh, you know, I I know a lot of people are really into uh, are really into Nicole. Uh, and and her uh, her her fun based gameplay, uh, not not necessarily strategy based gameplay, not necessarily win based gameplay, uh, fun based gameplay. And, and nice, I've enjoyed nice seeing Nicole. Gameplay. Yeah, I've enjoyed Nicole. You know, coming out of her shell a little bit and really, you know, she's just been fun to watch. And you could tell like why people like hanging out with her and being in the house with her. Yeah, yeah. And uh, who's your who's your loser of this week? Uh, I'm going to go with Jess. I'm going to go with the easy yeah. one on this one. She She's on the block. She, sounds like she's going home. She's the odd woman out in all of the alliances. She had that, obviously, super dramatic fall and scream. Uh, she sucks ass, admittedly. <laughs> like, just not a good week. Yeah, yeah. Usually I uh, I try to come up with someone that you haven't picked, but I, I've got to agree with you here. I, I don't think I can really do justice choosing anyone else as my loser but Jess here. Um, you know, everyone else has a... Uh, a good enough chance uh, moving into next week in the double eviction to uh, to have a shot at things. But, uh, you know, Jess is – Jess blew it. You blew it. You blew it. Jess, yeah, she you did. blew it. One, uh, Love I, you, Jess. I have one other loser it. who, the, oh, who yeah. might – you know, kind of a loser. Go like got? I got Tommy. Okay. And why Tommy? I've got him because, uh, you know, he obviously made Nick mad, and people are really starting to realize what Tommy's gameplay is. Nicole, right. obviously yeah. – was about to like figured it out or was about to and i just feel like you know he he hasn't made too many game moves but when he has it's really started to get on people's radar and they've started to notice that so i think that you know as well as the week did kind of play out for him i do think that makes him a little bit more of a loser yeah fair enough uh i i he had kind of a, a moment this week I, I think where he just kind of looked around and realized oh no all my allies are gone um and he he was in a really good place in his Undeniable, uh, grateful, six shooters, uh, wh- however you break it down. Uh, in all those alliances, he was kind of the person who was the least likely to go home. He was the best liked, the one with the best. And that's carried him through. All his friends are gone and he's still there. Uh, but all his friends are gone. And there's no, like, he's run through, like, he went into the game with, like, five extra lives. And he spent them all. He still got Christy in front of him. But that's about it. Um, so yeah, he just hasn't had a lot of adversity in the game so far. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's starting to, starting to get creep up on him a little bit. Yeah. And, and, and listen, like it's, it's big brother. So your friends and your alliance mates have to go home eventually or go to jury eventually, uh, for you to win. But for Tommy's game, uh, obviously Tommy did not want to have that happen so fast. Um, he, he, he kind of had it front loaded in the jury phase of, of losses. And now he's really, he's got his back up against the wall. He's him and Christy really need to win it, uh, and kind of go back to back kind of like, uh, that, uh, Jackson and Holly have been doing to, to make mm-hmm. it to the end here, I, I think. Um, so they, they could do it, you know, who knows? Anything could happen. Anything could happen. Expect the unexpected. Expect the unexpected. That's right. All right, Lance. So we're we're just about wrapped up, but before we do, 
I, I promised uh, I promised when we got this uh, podcast here started that uh, not only would we take a look at the uh, the best zings from this week, but we'd look back and take a look at the best zings of all time, right? And I know you are something of a zing connoisseur, are you not? Oh yeah, I'm a zing master. Yeah, you are. Well, you are. You are like a. You are a zing master. You are like a the ultimate zing master, right? Because you have you have so much experience that you've actually written a written a a piece on zings. Is that right? You've written about zings. Yes. Which uh, zing uh, would Zingbot give you? Which you can okay. take on CBS.com. Oh, okay. Now, just to, just to clarify, Lance, I know we've introduced you as an Emmy award-winning writer. Did you win the Emmy for this piece about Zingbot? Not yet. I think the second Emmy comes. Okay, so this, that's you know, Emmy number two. Once okay. it gets submitted, yeah. Okay. All right. So, um, uh, you know, uh, you you probably know all this already. So I'm I'm just telling you what you already know. But for for our listeners who may not know, uh, so our first Zingbot, uh, Zingbot was first introduced in Big Brother Twelve. So almost ten years of Zingbot. We're gonna ha- we're gonna be uh, heading into a Zingiversary soon. Um, it's getting old. Yeah, yeah. Aren't we all? Um, but we've uh, I, I went through and I watched every single Zingbot segment over the last uh, last ten years or so. And let me tell you, now it's that's a lot. dedication right there. It's, that is dedication. <laughs> it is a lot. It is a lot. Uh, and not all the zings are good, as it turns out. In fact, like- I go to. I'd go and argue was that it like watching like a comedy stand up special on Netflix, like watching the new Chappelle show. Was it like that level or was it, it much you worse, know, not as good? Much worse, much, <laughs> much worse. It's it's more like going uh, it's more like getting uh, free tickets to see a comedy show as part of like a, a timeshare demonstration. Uh, I think it's kind of like that quality. Um, so anyway, um, I went back and I'm going to, I'm going to go back uh, over these past years and I'm going to tell you what I think my favorite zings here. And for the most part, I think these are the hardest hitting zings, uh, cause like it's, it's really easy to just cross them off the list here. Cause there are plenty of zings that are just terrible and repeats and awful. Um, but let's, let's go, let's start with, uh, with big brother 20 and work our way backwards. Um, so I think, uh, big brother 20 had, it was, it was, not the best zings, I, I want to say. We did not get the best zings last year. Um, but probably one of the better zings from last year was uh, Sam's zing. Uh, when, uh, when Zingbot said, Sam, you love to tell everyone how real you are. You are real. Real effing crazy. Um, that, one, that one was probably the best of them. Um, but like I said, like on, a, on a scale of like zero to ten zings, like that's, like a, that's maybe like a three zinger. What do you, what do yeah, you, that's, that's funny because it's true. Right. Um, BB19 zing, I, I liked a lot more. Again, funny because it's true. Uh, it was it was Matt's zing. Matt, you remember Matt, don't you? Uh, Trick yeah, question. Yeah, he ate a lot of cereal, right? That's <laughs> <laughs> yes, actually yes, yes. He is the guy who ate cereal. Uh, Matt's zing was congrats. Congrats on making it so far in the game, especially since the only thing you've done is Raven. Uh, that one's a quality zing. Hey. I like that one. I that mean, one was- that's not even a zing, like. It's more like, hey, good for you, man. Tip of the cap. I don't, I don't know if, I don't know if that's a good for you, man, because we're talking about Raven Raven's here. the puppet master. <laughs> she, they were, they were the puppet masters of that season, and I cannot believe that they really believe, they really believe that, but they did. Um, so that, that's, that's your BB nineteen best zing. Um, BB 18's zing, uh, the best one, uh, probably got aimed at Paul. Um, you have a lot of catchphrases, pissed friendship, your boy. Well, I've got a catchphrase everyone can get behind. Shut the F up. 
Um, which is, I, I think that was just something that America really wanted to say to, uh, to Paul at the time. And it's nice to have Zingbot in there to do it for you, right? It's kind nice of, when Zingbot is the cipher for America and just says what we want him to say, which isn't yeah. often, but it does happen. Yeah, that's 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 kind of the allure of Zingbot. It's it's kind of like it's it's our chance uh, as the viewers to like have our opinions kind of filter their way in the game through corny jokes and you know bad bad punchlines, uh, which I'm here for. Um, Big Brother Seventeen Zing uh, was uh, this this one's absolutely brutal. Uh, this one was uh, addressed to Liz, one of the twins in the house. Uh, Liz, you're becoming such an important part of Austin's life. Are you more excited to meet his mom, dad, or girlfriend? Um, and Ooh. that one, and that one was so good because it just blew up. This gigantic, it just started this gigantic fight between Liz and, Liz and Austin because <laughs> Austin was not necessarily like Austin was not exactly the most forthcoming about his rela- mm-hmm. relationship, and it just it just blew up. It just blew up. That's not. You don't you don't want to you don't want to you don't want to be talking to your current girlfriend about the person that you're cheating on them or cheating against them with. How does that work? I'm not sure how the math works. Anyway, um, I love that, that one though. Anytime you can you know single handedly break up a relationship or start a fight, it's a good joke. Yeah, that was kind of the uh, that was kind of the start of the glorious downfall of Austin. Uh, it was a great uh, great part of that <laughs> that BB seventeen season. Uh, in BB sixteen, uh, the year before, uh, I think uh, Cody Cody got. Uh, although uh, I want to say uh, Zach got a pretty good zing there too, uh, by Kathy Griffin uh, back when Zingbot was in uh, disrepair. Uh, but once Zingbot was fixed up, uh, told Cody that you're such a nice guy. You haven't made any enemies this summer. Except for maybe Christine's husband, uh, which is another, Ooh. which is another. Um, th- I, I want to say like there's a theme to the best things, and it, it's kind of the ones that call people out for uh, for the awful relationship. people. That, yep, yep, yep. The stuff that they're doing. Uh, going back, and Christine to, famously booed when she was evicted. Yeah, yeah. It's that. Uh, um, a lot of these, a lot of these zings kind of have like just consequences and like repercussions and reverberations throughout the game. And that one did that one uh, immediately after that zing happened, like uh, Cody was like, Oh, that one's not too bad. And then after a while sitting on it, it's like, Oh wow, that one's pretty bad, isn't it? Uh, And then Cody, (laughs) Cody had a really big uh, freak out when, uh, when he heard Christine get booed because he thought he was next, but uh, don't worry. Yeah, everybody's got a double standard, so no one's upset at you, Cody. Everyone's only America. <laughs> uh, exactly. Um, Big Brother Fifteen. Uh, this one, a uh, couple good, couple good zings there. Uh, I picked, uh, I picked uh, McCray's zing because, uh, again, friend of the show, right? Uh, I finally understand why you're always wearing shorts uh, because Amanda wears the pants. Zing. Uh, that's that's a, a good one. That's a good one. Uh, Big Brother Fourteen. Good dad joke. It is a good dad joke. A lot of a lot of good dad jokes. Uh, that's what you get from Zingo. You get some dad jokes. You get some uh, brutal relationship slams, and uh, you get some zing, 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 zing. And there's that's... nothing in the middle. It's either a brutal, like, oh my god, I can't believe Zing just zing that, or it's just a dad joke. Yep, yep. Uh, going back to uh, Big Brother 14, uh, Danielle, I hear Shane is going to give you a special gift after the season, a restraining order. Uh, that one was uh, one of those. I think that's uh, my favorite one. 
That is a that is a really good one. That is a really good one. Uh, if you you recall that uh, Dan, Danielle had quite the uh, quite the crush on Shane. Uh, that was uh, not quite a two way street. Um, Big Brother uh, Big Brother thirteen. Uh, I picked out this one. Uh, hey Jordan, the only reason Jeff hasn't proposed yet is because he knows you're terrible at answering questions. That's a that's a that's a B that's a BJ throwback. BJ. But it also doesn't hold up because she did answer the question. Yeah, she did eventually answer the question. Uh, you know, America this past week getting their first look at uh, a lot of them getting their first look at Big Jeff eating a Popeye's chicken sandwich. Isn't that interesting? Uh, over five million, over five million people have watched Big Jeff eat a, eat a Popeye's chicken Gosh. sandwich for the first time. Uh, hot, hot, They're hot all sold out now because of him. That's right. He what? He is the reason. Uh, he is America's sweetheart. America just couldn't, can't get enough. Uh, and then finally, uh, Big Brother 12, the season that started it all, or at least the zings that started it all, uh, comes to Kathy. Kathy, one of my, one of my Big Brother 12 favorites, uh, where, uh, pull over, Kathy. You're going 40 in a 25 zone. You're, you're 40 hanging out with a bunch of 25-year-olds. Zing, uh, which, is, which is old person zing. Every there's, there's always one person in the house who's over thirty. Yeah. <laughs> it's that one. Facts. That they just got the Holly, you know, zing. That's all it is. Right, right. So I just read off to you. Those are what the. Uh, I, I guess if you want to throw, what was the uh, what was the best one from this year? If you want to throw that one in the mix, uh, what, what 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 we went with Nick's right? The bowl, the Julius right, Caesar's right. thing. So so yeah. So throw in the bowl cut. And you're saying your best zing of all time is it the Danielle one from 14? That's your yes, your best best one. Yeah, I think the restraining order one or the uh, the um, the one with the twins and uh, Judas. Those are my two favorite, just because of the reaction. I think the reaction is really the best part of all these. Yeah. Yeah, I, I gotta I gotta concur with you on uh, Big Brother Seventeen. I, I gotta say the uh, the Austin Zing uh, about uh, about meeting his his girlfriend and it, it's just absolutely fantastic. Um, it, it's everything you want the uh, uh, it's everything you want a Zing to be. It is it is funny in the moment. It gets an amazing reaction, and then it gets you just a, a big blow up fight afterwards over over what a robot said to someone, and it's just great. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Fighting over robots. That's that's what that's what summer TV should be all about, right? Well, it's the future. We're gonna, it's gonna be the <laughs> robot uprising. So, exactly right. And uh, when that robot uprising happens, you'll hear about it here first on the Big Brother Brothers, your ultimate unofficial podcast from your friends at TV Guide. All right. So, Lance, I think that just about wraps us up here. Uh, before we uh, before we go, though, I, I think this would be a good time to remind all our friends who are listening to uh, go ahead and hit the follow button and subscribe to this podcast. Right? Do it on Apple. I uh, wait, uh, app, it's not Apple. I keep calling Apple it Apple iTunes, but it's Apple Podcasts now. It's uh, Google right. Play. It's Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher. Anywhere fine podcasts are found, you'll find our podcast, which we are insisting is also fine. Um, so please do that and uh, follow us on Twitter. You can follow me at SignFoxFanAllen. And I'm at CasuallyGinger. Uh, glad you glad you picked up on that cue, Lance. All right, so uh, thank you for joining me and joining all of us here, really, on a uh, on a on a labor special Labor Day weekend. Uh, this was our day off, but we love Big Brother so much that we just couldn't help but get together and podcast. I, I appreciate you, Lance. Uh, I'm glad somebody does. <laughs> if no one else does, I do. 
right. So uh, catch you back here next time, dude. All right. See you then. All right. Bye-bye, everybody. Catch you next time.